Chapter 1 1.40 p.m., Thursday DNC meeting in 20 minutes, Jane. Yep. Jane Spiras straightened from her work table and smiled at the tall blonde standing in the doorway of her office. I'll be ready. Thanks for reminding me, though, Lizzie. No problem. Want me to stop and grab you on my way? Just in case you get too involved in what you're doing? Jane didn't take offense at the offer. She was famous for getting involved in projects and being late for meetings. No, that's okay. I just have a couple more adjustments to make. Then I'll head right over. Lizzie Hubert nodded, then moved slowly into the room. What are you working on? Jane immediately shifted to block her work table, aware that her face was flushing with embarrassment. Nuh-uh. You'll see soon enough. Can't blame a girl for trying. The blonde laughed and gave a shrug. See you in 20 minutes. I'll save you a seat. Jane waited until the door closed behind the other woman before relaxing. Then she turned to peer down at the items on her work table. She shook her head. It was silly to be embarrassed about this latest project. It was a brilliant idea. At least she thought so. And she wasn't embarrassed by the BT tracker she was also going to reveal today. Well, not as much. Yet somehow, these mini-missile launchers made her blush and want to squirm every time she thought of presenting them. Of course, this was one aspect of her job that she truly disliked anyway. She loved creating new weapons and spy technology for Bliss, but loathed presenting them at the monthly development and creation meetings. She was a very poor public speaker. Stammering and stumbling over her words, she knew she often sounded like a fool. It was amazing to her that Y approved any of her inventions for production. Jane made a face at the thought of the head of bliss. Y was a hard-as-nails ex-agent who came across as all-knowing and all-seeing. She was the most intimidating woman Jane had ever encountered. Jane supposed it was the woman's lack of expression, which left one uncertain as to what she was thinking. That was also probably part of the reason it was so hard to gauge Wise age. Her face was remarkably unlined, yet she'd been at bliss forever, or so said Jane's gran. Gran would know, too. All of Jane's family was involved in the intelligence industry in one way or another, most of them field operatives. Gran herself was an ex-agent and a contemporary of Wise and Jane's own parents, James and Elizabeth Spirus, had both been working for Bliss when they died. Her mother had been a top agent with the highest clearance. Her father had been a scientist working in DNC. They had been killed when their car exploded on the way to a company party when Jane was just five. It was later learned that another agent had changed sides and sold the names of her co-workers to a consortium that had been out to put an end to bliss. James and Elizabeth had been two of six employees killed before the agency sorted out the matter. After her parents' deaths, Jane had found herself living with her grandmother. Maggie Spirus, James's mother, had seen to it that Jane took all the lessons necessary to grow into a good agent. Languages, martial arts, sharpshooting, but in the end, Jane had decided to follow her father's path instead and join DNC. She just didn't see herself as the risk-taking type. She preferred dusty old books and tinkering with technology to the adrenaline-pumping, life-threatening, daring-do of being an operative. She liked to think that her job developing innovative new weapons and gizmos was just as important, though. 
Picking up a tiny Phillips screwdriver, Jane made the last of several necessary adjustments to one of the prototypes of the BMML. It only took a couple of seconds. Then she straightened, removed her glasses, and stared down at her creation with a pleased sigh. To the unknowing observer, this BMML, Bliss Mini Missile Launcher, looked like nothing more threatening than a neon pink vibrator. Which was the idea, of course. That was its cover. No one would ever dare to investigate either. Grinning, Jane began to pack everything away into her briefcase, then reached across the table to turn on the radio. She kept it tuned to an 80s hit station, and Whip It by Devo filled the room. The opening beats made her pop.